I'm going to be thrifty nerd for a second. Oh, you should do it. <laughs> hello, and welcome to your cast. <laughs> you did a good hello. <laughs> Stop laughing, I want to do it again. <laughs> I am your guest star, Betsy Cohen, with your host, Jennifer Cheek, and your other guest star, Annie Bickerton. Woohoo! We're starting this over again because guess what we did, guys? Talked for an hour and didn't record anything, just like a dream I had last night, because bad dreams are sure to come true. Which means you get us two bottles deep. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this will be better, actually. Yeah. Maybe it will. Start um, with the more nonsensical, and then maybe we'll get gradually it was more sober. So I, I want to say, uh, <laughs> Commie Girl in the chat said it was a green dream. It totally was. Do you think that maybe I have a direwolf out there somewhere? Your somewhere. little Oh, <laughs> Yay. So just to clarify, since, again, our intro from before is just, you know, in the ether, um, this we did a Wine, Women, and Westeros episode last year after the first season where me and my friends here met to talk about lady things in the show from a lady perspective. And I think Game of Thrones is a great show to do this in because there's a lot of interesting and strong women characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a ton and ton to talk about. To talk about. We have a large... See, I'm already slurring because there's so much wine. Oh yeah, we were going to introduce what wine we were drinking. So we started out with a Brokel. The uh, Trappish Malbec. It's from Trader Joe's. I'm sure you can get other places, but it tastes delicious. And it's really long gone by now. Um, while we ago, are yeah. well into our second bottle. Almost done with what? our red diamond cab sav. Pulling a Cersei full on out. Oh, yeah. Yep. Get More it. wine. Yes. That's what we say, but that, I don't do a very good Cersei. Well, but you, you, you you're honor, not bitchy enough. That's true, but you honor her spirit with all of your wine. Yeah. Your wine and body. You guys are bad liars, and I want to fuck my twin brother. Ew. That's no, my Cersei. That's, that's pro problematic. I don't have a twin brother. That's probably good, because you totally fuck him. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Um, this is starting out really, really well now. <laughs> hey, look high to all of you. Look yeah. high Cheers. Cheers. So, who do we want to talk about first? Let's go with Danny. Alright, let's talk about Danny. <laughs> so the last season ended with Danny being all like, oh my god, here I am naked, I have all these dragons, and I just want to point out again, in case anybody forgot, in the book, it's not just that Danny's like, oh, here's my dragon. She comes up burnt, not unburnt, with her hair gone out of the fire. Yeah, suckling. Danny would have been so much yeah. better. And her breasts are streaming milk, and there are dra- dragons suckling on them, oh, which yeah. is really badass. And I kind of wish they'd shown that in the show. Betsy's yeah. making a face. Betsy's I hate breastfeeding. I, That's not true. I don't <laughs> yes. hate it. Please breastfeed your children if you're able to. It's a wonderful natural process. For some reason, it skews me out to launch. It, it yeah. is like a kind of weird thing to turn into um, like a milk machine. I can understand. I just, it crosses me. I'm mostly, honestly, it's like. <laughs> it's Explain yourself. I think that my skeeving out of it is that I know what happens to your nipples. Oh. And that makes me really like upset. You get pancake boobs. And all, sorry, I'm sure they're beautiful. You're um, great. All you nursing ladies. I'm you so have, proud of all of you. Wonderful. You're amazing. Um, 
But also the idea of like nursing a child with teeth makes me feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> Bessie's really afraid of turning into Liza Tully is what she's trying to say to me. Oh my god, right so now. Story. I think it really traumatized me. Like I've never had a problem with like I never even thought about breastfeeding yeah. before. <laughs> and now I'm like so skewed out whenever I think about it. I didn't even know it existed until I saw Game of Thrones. True story, family, friends, wife just did her master's photography thesis thing of women who breastfeed their like significantly old, you know, like toddler oh, and older children. like that time, that time cover. It's pretty disturbing, just so, what yeah, I say. I watched this documentary with my sister called Babies, which I oh, thought yeah. was going to be oh, so it's cute. It's so cute. There's a lot of breastfeeding in the bush. I know, not the baby like in the African cute. bush, not <laughs> not in a bush. Not oh, in a bush. that's not a breast, girl. Breasts don't have bushes. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's something. Gross. That's different. That's unnatural. Um, not, you know, not, no judgment. So, Daenerys. <laughs> yeah, where are we, guys? Daenerys was more wine. Can I just say, I think Daenerys is kind of boring this season. So I feel like bad admitting that, but also yeah. she like. She I don't know if she's not a very good actress, but I feel like she doesn't have a ton of depth. We, we love Danny Targaryen in the tiny chat. We love you, Danny Targaryen. Like it's not you, girl. It's, it's, it's um, the writers that, that well, no, it's just it's book two. It's just book two. Like You'll she, get just, there, she girl. just doesn't have a lot of stuff going on. I still love Daenerys, but she just didn't have a lot of storylines. And I think a lot two. of a lot of her <laughs> interesting stuff to watch kind of peaked in season one. Like she did a lot of really yeah. great growing and a lot of like really interesting transformation stuff. She, and she's just she's kind of stuck. Yep. She's wandering the desert. She's angry that no one is giving her what she wants, and she's a you know. She's having her angsty lint period. Yeah. Well, but also she did just like miscarry a child, and her husband died. Yeah, and she like sucks. totally got tricked by a witch lady. So <laughs> things are pretty bad in Daenerys' land right now. I, yeah. yeah, and I mean, I I think that we we can give Daenerys her mad props of like really trying to become a leader for her people, even though it's like. That sounds really overwhelming, based on like what she's had to go through mm-hmm. in the last. I mean, it's not even a full year. Is no, it? It's not been long. It's not been long at like, all since that. She's happened. had to grow up real, real fast, and she's like, you know, I told my people that I would avenge all their enemies. But how do you avenge starvation and, exactly. and thirst? Yeah, and, and, I and think we talked about this a little before we were yeah. recording. But you know, Daenerys miscarries or whatever happens to that baby, mm-hmm. and she takes on not just the dragons but her people. Mm-hmm. as her surrogate children and she becomes yeah. this mother figure even though she's only like 16 years old yeah. she's like yeah. and in the book she's like 14 you guys that's mm-hmm. a really good idea tell me i think we should call we should our theme for this podcast right mm-hmm. now should be a clash of queens oh, oh. oh it's so good we should try to focus on all the ladies that are trying to be or are close to queen-like people which is okay. basically everyone ever, anyway i like that that's a great idea clash of queens We're it's a clash that. of queens um well daenerys definitely sees herself as a queen she's oh, khaleesi yeah. <laughs> she wants to be the queen of westeros yeah i mean she's like the only surviving targaryen and she obviously does not think that robert or anyone descended from him should be ruling in westeros and she's no. trying to get back there but in order to get back there she needs to not be starving in a desert yeah <laughs> what she's doing for true that what Several episodes at the beginning of this season, um, and that's really what I mean. That's what happens in the books too. There's just yeah. not not intended any. So once she finally does get to Karth, like it's it. I think it's very Korth. Korth. Um, I think what they're doing Dumb. to her is very interesting because she's trying to be all like I'm the queen, and they're just like, really? I don't care. Yeah, they're not impressed. Not impressed at all. Um, what I loved though in the finale was um, 
when she was going into the house with me and dying and she was like it was right when she got in there and she was like calling out to Piet Pri and she's like are you afraid of a little girl yeah and I was like that's clearly not how she sees herself no but, but she she's pulls- super aware that that's how people see her and she's like fuck you are she you afraid pulls of me all the time yeah the I don't know if it happens yeah. as much like this season, but she's always she like, well, I'm a young, you know, I'm a young girl. I am, un, you know, I'm like, unwise yeah. in, the in the ways of war. In yeah. the book, it seems like a little bit of her, she's more like playing the like, I'm this beautiful, helpless princess and like, give me money and gifts. And but she does it, but she does me. it though, like strategically though. Yeah. Because she, yeah. she wants people to think she's dumb, mm-hmm. but she's not, mm-hmm. which, you know, I think that's that's a problem that some people have. Is like okay, well, she's like fourteen. How is she so smart? Whatever, it doesn't matter. She is. She's she, she is what she is in the book. She's the extraordinary, show. but she's also very extraordinary. also like, and I, I hate to say this, I, I generally really like Danny's storylines. Like, I kind of wish that like they had the courage to just be like, you know what, we're not gonna have Danny set up episodes because nothing happens with her, and just like it's yeah. like they just brought in the finale again, like. We're not yeah. dumb. It's ten episodes. No, remember people are remember who she is. It's it's like there's no need for all that exposition. It in the makes middle. her seem way lamer just to have her for like yeah. two seconds, and then you're yeah. like, oh, she's not. Doing I think anything. the only thing that will that will benefit is that there was some more solidification <clears throat> of the Danny Jora relationship, which yes. might be yeah. useful for the she's future. She's pining after her. She's pining after Khal Drogo. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's dead. <laughs> so yeah. she can't have him. Yeah. She seems kind of, like, non-sexual, though. Like, as soon as her husband died, she's, like, has no interest in men She all. turns into, like, again, she turns into super, like, that stereotypical mother figure. She's, yeah, like, that's yeah. not a... It's almost like sex isn't, like, a thing that interests her anymore. Yeah. And in, in the show, like, Zara is all being, like, oh, you should totally marry me. And she's, like, what? No, I'm not into that. Wait, yeah. I have a question. Yes. Is the, the interesting scene with the handmaiden in two or three? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I don't remember... It would be really fascinating if they cut it out. That's very well, unlike them. Well, she has no handmaidens now. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. That's um, not helpful. Yeah, they killed all of Daenerys' handmaidens. She has zero handmaidens now by the end of season two, which is kind of sad. Because in the show, I mean, in the book, she totally has Eerie and Jiqui, but yeah. they're all super dead mm-hmm. in the show. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. Yeah. Um, but basically, like, the whole like story arc of Danny in season two is that like, she... You know, she has this super epic moment at the end of season one. You're like, yeah. But then it's like, oh, wait. Once you declare yourself queen, you've got to like actually do things. And what can you do when you're stuck in the mm-hmm. desert? Oh, there's a city where well, you have to go do what you got to do. And Yahweh is not giving you yeah. any tablets. There's no tablets. There's, there's no mana. And there's no, no devil tempting you. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing happening for her like happened to Jesus and Moses in the desert. So that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she has, I mean, she has to go into Karth because her people are starving. And she kind of has to abase herself a little bit just to get some, like, food yeah. and shelter for a little bit. She's out yeah. in the desert. Um, meanwhile, she has dragons, which is basically her only bargaining point right now. Cause yeah. she, other than her hot... Other than her hot bod, which we, you know... She does have a pretty hot bod. She does have a hot bod. I we know in, in the world of Game of Thrones that if you're a lady, you're probably... If you want to be powerful, you're probably going to have to use your bod to get some power, which is unfortunate. But that's kind of how it is. Can I say line again? Yes, you can. A woman's powers are her tears and what's between her legs. Which I think is a recurring thing for the women in the Game, yeah. Game um, of Thrones world. 
quick pause, Sean Gallagher, I totally agree with you. I'm a super do Jorah. And I do, yeah, Jorah in the book is totally hairy and like bear-like, but in the show, um, he's, he's sexy. He's a great looking dude. The bear mm -hmm. and the maiden. Yeah, oh god. Yeah, the bear and the maiden fair. That's totally Jorah and Danny. He loves her the most, and she's like, nope. Yeah. Again, it just kind of goes to show she's like become like non-sexual. She's not yeah. interested in anything about that. Um, speaking of things that are non-sexually, I'm talking about. Can we take a more wine donkey to Brian? <laughs> I like that you, you're taking donkeys now. Just well, like, Tim yeah. fucked him up, so I gotta take him on. Yeah, again, <laughs> in the podcast, Tim is supposed to do scene transitions by using a, a is it a dire donkey? It's a dire donkey. Oh. Um, but he always forgets about it. Oh. And then we're it like, was really funny transition. a while ago, but he like, but now, now it's just funny that he fucks it up so bad. Yeah, <laughs> the the donkey can only do so much transition. Um, so Maybe we're gonna we should, a, we should do a dragon donkey like in Shrek when they make oh, little babies. Oh yeah, oh so cute. Aww. Anyway, we did we took a dragon donkey, all three of us. We could fit on one because you know we okay. can. Uh, and we went over to where Brienne is hanging out in the Riverlands area. Mm -hmm. So Brienne is the character to that last season when we were doing Wild Wind Westeros. I was dying to talk about and we could not talk about her because she had not appeared yet and I didn't want to spoil anyone. Yeah. Oh my god, Brienne. Makes oh, me so OMG Brienne. She's so great. How um, do you feel about casting of Brienne? I love her. Oh, she's so She's tough. perfect. She's like, oh my god, I love her. I mean, some people were mad and they wanted her to be uglier but I'm like, yeah. well, it's TV, no one's gonna be that ugly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And number two, she's giant and tall, and I think she gives she's the must. She gives the like feeling yeah. of Brienne. Oh she yeah. She does a great job. Of she's it. awesome. I know we talked about like being. Yeah, she's not. She the actress herself is beautiful, and they've done a great job making her exactly who she's supposed to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, she gives yeah. off the Brienne vibe. That's yeah. really all that's important. A yeah. couple of like interesting surface things about Brienne. I know that like Dow says all the time, and he thinks that like Brienne has like a lady. <laughs> a lady walk. Which I could not disagree with anymore. <laughs> He's so wrong. Homegirl has swagger. She did. She yeah. walks like she like a has sores to her thighs from riding horses. She probably and does. B, like she's a cock there. Like she just yeah. she walks with like her hips open. That's not how ladies walk, Dow. Yeah. I don't know how, much, how many ladies are walk, watching the, walk. But the first thing we see of Brienne in this season is when she's fighting Sir Loras yeah. Um, yeah. at that like little feast day tournament thing that yeah. Renly is having. And it's awesome because we know already that Sir Loras is a really good fighter. And she beats him. Mm -hmm. So Sir Loras is like super champion of Westeros mm -hmm. and Brienne's be better than him. Which yeah. is awesome. And she's a lady. So, yeah. And no one even knew she was a lady. And I, mean, I honestly... For all the men to have yeah. this woman... I mean, this is terrible, but I didn't even remember who that was in the, that fighting scene. I was like, who's this dude that's beating Laura? I, like, I did not remember that scene <laughs> in the book. That's and great. then it was Brianna, and I was like, oh, yeah, Brianna! Like, it's probably what that's how she got introduced, and it that's, was great. That's lovely. That's um, wonderful. So I, like, I legitimately thought she was a dude. And also, I am like constantly puzzled by how people recognize that Brianna's a woman from her voice. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. like, and I all, I mean, it's not that hard to talk like a dude. It, I guess you don't really sound like a dude, you though. You don't sound like a dude. You sound like a real <laughs> dude. It's like, man. If I looked like Brienne and I talked like this, you would think I was a dude. No, Fuck you no, guys. No, I don't think so. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> Your point. Well, the thing is, she's not, she's not trying to be a man. She's, she's uh, a that, really that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Woman. Like, she's not, she's not trying to convince anyone she's a man at all. She doesn't want to be She's a man. She's being exactly who she is. Yeah. I think it's so great. Yeah. I mean, which yeah. is very unlike Arya and Cersei, who they desire to be. Yeah. Yep. Like, That's kind of would be Brienne, but she's not trying to be a man. She's just trying to, like, do what she wants. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's, that's kind of, so different. That's one of the reasons I like her the most is because I, I get a little bit tired of the, like, I should have been a man thing because I don't think they're actually 
making them transgendered, you know? Like, if you no. think about real gender identity, it seems like a little bit of a lack of understanding on the show creator's part to, like, always have it be like, I wish I was a man. Or, like, George Martin. Yeah. Or, or Martin. Yeah. Jar-jar. We just call him Jar Jar Martin. Um, but for me, it's like, no, there's a difference between um, being a masculine woman or a strong woman and, want, and like being a woman who actually wants to be a man. And, and there's a difference between being a woman who wants to have the status a man has. Yeah. And so I think that's what actually little, Cersei and Arya want. Yeah, yes. I think they get a little confused. But with Brienne, like, she's just masculine. And the fact that she's so in love with, the, with uh, what's his name? Renly. Renly. Um... I'm blanking right now, a little bit too much wine. Um, <laughs> Never too yeah, much Yeah, but, like, the, her, like, deep love for Renly is, like, you know, I, I kind of like that because I feel like it really pulls her out of, like, just being this, like, butchy, like, lesbian. Which yeah, exactly. I think she might be, like, if you were just to, like, be like, oh, let's make generalizations here. Like, men mm-hmm. who want, women who want to be men, probably lesbians, too. Like, like no, but nope, she's completely in love with mm-hmm. Renly. Like, However, I wouldn't be too upset about them actually having a lesbian character. That would be nice. Yeah. I would like that. Because um, when they have, like, all of the female-on-female stuff in the show is for the benefit of men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the book, there's, it's yeah. not quite the same. But they're not going to do that, I don't think. So, yeah. And yeah. also, those characters are not lesbians. They're just... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting... If we could see one of these women or have a new character that yeah. actually like, like I'm just a straight up lesbian. Like I kind of always pictured um, Osha as being a lesbian. Yeah, she's not. Uh, she's not, or at least she is not. Well, I mean, she could be. I mean, I mean, I honestly, I'd fuck Theon in a hot second, and I know you. Ew, would. but she's his <laughs> sister, but. No, not Asha. Oh. Osha. <laughs> See, maybe that's why they changed it. I'm getting all pissy yeah. about no, no, Sorry, Wildling Tonks. Wildling Tonks. See, Wildling Tonks, Tonks I've always about. thought of as a lesbian. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she has a sex scene with a man, not which is, again, sex for power, not sex for lust or desire. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think that that would be interesting if they could portray... I mean, they, they could portray... Um, yeah. Yara Asha as a lesbian if they so chose yeah. or just as a completely like a female completely yeah. absent of desire for males as well yeah. that could yeah. be interesting too and that some of this brings us back to like women's sexuality being sort of like for the service of men but male sexuality is like a little bit more of its own mm-hmm. thing well, I think and then one of the things like I find interesting is like I've been reading a little bit of ancient Greek history lately <laughs> nerd <laughs> yep I'm a nerd um, and I find some of the parallels interesting because like it was a lot more um, socially acceptable to be gay and be into men mm-hmm. as a man um, than it was to be a lesbian. Like, women were kind of owned by men, so they yeah. didn't really have their own sexuality for themselves, but men could fuck other men, and that was fine. Like, you, they're really just interesting. doing what they want. Well, I think that it's women's sexuality, yes, in the service of men, but also, like, as a way to exchange power in this, like, patriarchal world. Yeah. Which is different. So, I mean, like, there just wouldn't be a lot of attention ever paid to lesbians because it doesn't actually function as a power exactly. mechanism. Exactly. So maybe it's happening, but no one cares about it. But, I, but like, there is... I don't know. I mean, I think that there's... The show is very strongly about exchanges of power and mm-hmm. who has it, who Hello, wants it, how we're getting it. It's exactly. True. But they do show male sexuality... Mm-hmm. For its own segment, think about Tyrion. Think about, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, the scene with Bronn and with the in the brothel. Like, that's a part of it. Yeah. And that's not about how anyone's getting more power, 
unless you're thinking about it from like the prostitute's perspective, which like most of the time you're not. Do, do mm-hmm. any of the women in the show, like in Game of Thrones, for have sex just for the fun of sex, or is it always? Is there always a point to it? Or, like, a reason for it. Because, like, Tyrion has sex with Shay because he Sean, wants to have sex. Sean, my name is Betsy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, she was calling me Pink Shirt. Pink Shirt, yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm trying to think of anyone who does. Um, Rhaegar Targaryen sang Cersei, which I don't ter- I don't disagree with. Yeah. Um, but I think that the, when she does have sex, it also is about her own power. And I know we talked about this earlier. I think when, when Cersei reported. has sex with Jamie, it's about power because... She's in. She's got this weird narcissistic love for her own mm-hmm. ego and her own power. When she yeah. has sex with Lancel, it's like she likes having sex with him, and she has to. But she has to get her. She has to get her itch scratched. And I she's guess. using him as a spy. But anyway. he's her spy, and that's, that's how she gets him to do that. Yeah. And she talks about like having sex with Stannis to get him to do what she wants. Like she, more than anyone, I think, acknowledges that sex is for power. I think someone pointed out who was in the chat room just pointed out to uh, Dura. Oh man, this name Dura Ra Ra for the win says yeah. Talisa. <laughs> Talisa and Rob, they they yeah. do it just because they. As far as we know. As far as we yeah, know, they seem like the most like we just want to. They're just like the, bony. They're young people yeah. in love yeah. or in lust, or they just want to get yeah. the yeah, bone so on. Yes, as far as we know, she wants to get her bone on. Which you know what? Get it. Get it, girl. Also, <laughs> no, I'm taking it back. But I just want to talk about how. How awesome you greet her butt wiggle arm. No. <laughs> Do we want to, well, well, can we talk about your greet? I know we said we weren't talking about, like, the women who are trying but to be she, queens. However, I think you, I don't fucking care. Your greet's amazing. We I'm, also talked about Egret. Egret, the Egret, sorry. Egret, but I always said you greet in my head, and I'm still having, like, She's the, um, the worst the wild time. wild with the red hair, oh, who was yes, on Downton yes, Abbey. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she was on Downton Abbey. Egret is probably, I think that she was voted in our last podcast, best new character yeah of season oh two. my god yeah. i love her and she's great um mostly she's hilarious because Jon snow is the most emo little butt I and know. she's it's just like rat. you're dumb and i'm gonna make fun of you and hit you with a sword and make you have awkward yeah. boners mm. i feel like it's sort of the like um polite society versus like wild society like who's actually more free or who's actually better like, exactly yeah. it's it's like um this fake good versus evil and then you realize that they're just like more yeah. in touch with themselves actually yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean she's also like fucking I mean I don't I think my perspective of it is colored by the books and other things that are going to happen in the future mm-hmm. but I think that it, there's a case that could be made that you greet is pulling the things she's pulling not just to deceive Jon Snow and just to mm-hmm. get things from him but also because she that sex hair, man. She wants to get it. I think oh, yeah. she just wants to get it with him. I think she does, I think too. She, I and, I, and I think in, like, wildling culture, like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, whereas, you know, south of the wall, if you're going to yeah. bone someone, you better have some, like, political means behind it, or you better be married to them, or yeah. something's going on. Whereas it seems like with the wildlings, it's like, well, I want to have sex with you, so let's, let's go do it. it. Yeah. Just because. And in a way, like, that makes them, I mean, like she said, they're, like, they call themselves the free people, not the wildlings. Like, they can make any decision they, they want. Freak. And Egret, like, I don't know if they use this term in the show, but she's a spear wife, which women that. in, like, wildling culture, like, they fight too. Yeah. And, I mean, she talks to, like, when they go meet up with Rattleshirt, Lord of Bones man, and she's all like, hey, I brought you this prisoner man. Like, she talks to him, like, no big deal, and he's like, okay. Also, speaking of the term yeah. spear wife, what was that line that, um... Lady Greyjoy had about mm. 
this is my favorite thing and I never showed it in the show and I'm so mad about it. So in the show, when Fiona and Yara meet up, you know, they do the weird Fionn feels on her and he doesn't know that it's his sister. In the book, what happens, he sees her and he's all like, oh, she's attracted lady. She's all like, yeah, I'm pregnant and I am the shipwright's wife and they go to the castle. And when he finds out that Yara is actually his sister, he's all like, what about your, your baby and your husband? And she pulls out a, a axe and a dagger. <laughs> and she's like, this axe is my husband and this dagger is my suckling babe. <laughs> and I think I'm I'm oh, so awesome. angry at HBO for not making that. That's thing. a great line. That was so good. Because it's so like it's I just think it's so interesting. It, 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 she's she's such a spirit wife. Like she yeah. is. Like yeah. Yara might as well not even like she might as well not even be like a girl as far as Westeros girls are yeah. supposed to be. But again, I mean I wonder, um I don't know if this is again because things have been lost. But um I feel like there's a line we can draw between Cersei, Arya, and Yara Asha Greyjoy mm-hmm. of like a very similar way of looking at gender, mm-hmm. but with very different contexts. Yes. Yeah. Like they are all females that either desire to act like males or desire mm-hmm. to be able to combat like males. Yes. I think is more the yes. important part of it. They don't want to get yeah. rid of their femininity, oh. but they want to be able to engage in combat and defend themselves. Yeah. And, and be Cersei, a part of the political process. And with Cersei, that's completely yeah. squelched, and that is not an option for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think of Cersei. Cersei, too, is like her way of fighting is much more through like manipulation and other yes. people's power. She chooses like more <coughs> stereotypical woman yeah. ways of fighting. And and sex. And Sorry, for sorry. Arya and the other one. Yeah. For Yara. Yara. Well, it's like yeah. Yara, Yara. Like, it's almost like. Arya's too young to Well, like exactly. Ahead. It's almost like Arya and Yara, which are. Like just each other's names like flipped around yeah. letterwise. Yeah. Um. It's almost like Yara is just a glimpse of what Arya could be. Exactly. Yeah. Like Yara's if, like if Arya was in a in a different kind of place. Like mm-hmm. you know, clearly. I mean, I think that if they had all been raised mm-hmm. as sisters in the same context, they'd all be the same person. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. Over simplifying. <laughs> I just said fine. I'm gonna do it. But like, but for, for Yara though, so the Greyjoys, two the two older sons were killed in the Greyjoy uprising. Theon gets shipped off to Wester uh, to um to Winterfell to be a ca- like basically a captive. And so all Balon Greyjoy, all grizzly ass Balon Greyjoy is left with is his daughter Yara. And so he's like, okay, well you're gonna be my son now. And luckily Yara's pretty down with that and seems to really enjoy and thrive and. Yeah. Being, you know, beyond Greyjoy's heir. Like, mm-hmm. she has tons of ships. She has tons of dudes who look up to her and are just like, yeah, totally, you're yeah. my captain. Like, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she gives Theon so much shit because he, like, he can't get anyone to listen to him yeah. ever. She's like, if I told my crew to be on the ship, they'd wait a year until I told them what to do. They'll do whatever I say. And I think that's, I'm, I'm really glad that, that George R. R. Martin yeah. included a character like that in the mm-hmm. show. Because yeah. it's like... She's there can kind of be like the most successful in yeah. terms of her father's giving her power, like she's endorsed by her family and she doesn't have to like she use the men in her family. She the, 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 mm-hmm. the father, like, you know, he's the power of the family and he's the one like endorsing her. Mm-hmm. And you'd think that someone like Balon Greyjoy would be like, you know, misogynistic old gross dude, yeah. but he's like, no. no, she's capable, so therefore she's fine. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think what you just said like defines exactly what's so special about her is that she is the I want to say the only character at least that I know of that 
is beyond the age of puberty mm-hmm. that doesn't use sex to get what she needs or wants. Yeah. However, other than to fuck with her brother, but that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. When we first meet her, she like totally subverts it and she's like, oh, the fuck, I'm gonna make you think I'm seducing you. Yeah. And then we find out she's the exact opposite of whatever that, that expectation yeah. would be. And that's fucking awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. Like it's Sorry, still I'm kinda, swearing a lot because I'm like it's <laughs> See, and also in the show, I don't think they handle it as well in the show because in the book, like Theon's trying to grab up on her and she's like, flipping his hand away, like, trying to be like, yeah. no, don't do that, please. Um, whereas in the show, she just, like, lets him grope her, and that's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, definitely creepier in the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bessie just wrote that someone was trying to malign Alfie I Allen's name. I wrote it name, so we can get distracted. But they'll think I wrote it, because it says Jennifer Cheek in the chat. Um, saw me reaching. I, I agree with you. Alfie Allen is a good-looking dude. And also Lily Allen is his sister, which I'm a big fan of. And oh, she wrote a song really? about him. It's yep. a really funny video. Yep, she wrote a song I about I have no idea. Yeah, she wrote a, a song about how he does his play video games to smoke weed. Yeah. And now he's on Game of Thrones. What? Lily yeah, Allen, I love take it. it back. That's awesome. Lily, take, t- Lily, tell Allie... Al- Tell Allie, that's your sister. <laughs> Lily, tell Alfie you're proud of him. You should. I'm going to go home later and tell my sister him. Allie I'm proud of her. If this were the, the <laughs> Alfie Allen... Pot, yeah. 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 If this were the Alfie Allen cast, I'd be like, hey, you're doing a great job playing Theon Greyjoy. Get it. Um, but it's not. This is the lady cast. So PSA, Alfie Allen, we love you. We do. I, I do. I think he's a great actor. Um, so we're talking about how Cersei, Arya, Yara are different representations of what happens to two ladies mm-hmm. who want to just, you know, show more masculine traits. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And with Arya, she's still a little girl, so we don't know what's going to happen. But Arya was being pretty awesome yeah. over in Heron Hall. Oh, she's been amazing. I love her. I feel like they're giving her just such great attention. And, yes. like, the dynamic with... Um, Tywin. Oh my gosh, it's like so good. And remember that scene? Oh my god, it makes her, it elevates her. I feel like he sees that she's powerful in some way. Yeah. But even Tywin compares her to Cersei. Like, he's like, oh, you remind me of my daughter. And Mm -hmm. that's, again, just basically solidifies what we're saying. They're all kind of very similar characters, but turned out very, very differently, which, again, we don't know how Arya's going to turn out. But where the way she is now. I think she's going to be great. I think she will, too. Oh my God. Remember that one little scene where, where she's talking to Tywin about, um, and now I don't remember the dude's names, but the, 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 the guy, Aegon the Conqueror, and his mm-hmm. sisters, who yeah. are dragon, but, but like, Tywin didn't know about it, and she's like, oh, but Nymeria was there, too. And like, oh, yeah. this, yes, Arya, you are correct. Ladies are in history, and they exactly. do cool things. That she, and I think it's cool that she like focuses on that and like memorize it, and that's such like, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously like a role model for her. She mm-hmm. wants to be like a warrior woman. Yeah, she wants to be a spirit wife, but, but a with great, a dragon. A great addition of like actual psychology of like you know this young person and who she's looking up to, because it seems like there's no one in her family who really makes sense for her to want to be like. Yeah. Other than kind of like her brothers, but the fact that she's like, I don't know, I, I just thought that was a really nice addition to like mm-hmm. making us understand her character, like what her motivation is, and yeah. she's well, she knows what she wants to be. Well, it's kind of interesting too, the way you brought that up, is that like, so Arya finds her role models and what she wants from these historical or mythological figures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Sansa finds what she yes. wants from fairy tales and yeah. stories. Yeah. Which, something weird about Catelyn, who I've always thought was a really amazing role model that, like, was a really great figure for girls to aspire to, but neither of them want to be Catelyn. Yeah. No, they don't. And, well, Catelyn's, like, a very, very stereotypical, like, traditional mother figure in a very mm-hmm. traditional mm-hmm. 
marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and it's like kind of Helen was resigned to her fate, you know, and, and she she's was happy resigned with to her daughter's living a certain life. Yeah, and she's happy with Ned, but yeah. like it's not her life's not extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's almost like I think maybe that's the thing. Like her life is very normal. Mm-hmm. Sansa and Arya both want lives that are not normal. Mm-hmm. Arya goes one way, Sansa goes another. Sansa wants the fairy tale. Like, which, you know, again, we talked about in the tape that is lost and gone forever when we didn't record like we thought. They want to be different. They want to be extraordinary. Oh, what I was going to say was that Sansa, a lot of times Sansa gets a lot of hate in, like, the fan community for being annoying, which granted, like, her character is different in the book. But even so, like, I had to really, like, examine within myself, like, why was I hating Sansa? She's a 13-year-old girl. Like, I feel like it's kind of like that, like, self-imposed... Like, maybe this is too, like... It's the hatred know. of your past selves. And, like, I... Hatred of your past selves and, like, hatred of, like, t- t- like stereotypical feminine things. Yeah. Because um, Sansa is that. She is all of that. She mm-hmm. loves, like, yeah. this love story. And she wants to be the princess. And Permi's like, uh, that is gross. Yeah. I don't want to well, do that. Well, they also think, what did she grow up in but a society, like, complete... Where that's yeah. exactly what you're supposed to want to be. And there's all these subversive women in the show. But she's really, like... Especially in the book, the one who bought into it, like she did exactly what she was supposed to. She did. She did She's everything she was supposed to do. Girl, like in 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 that world, that was the right thing. But and you know, in this plot and all these other characters, yep. I think you kind of lose like who she's trying to become was who she who everyone was supposed to. All women were supposed to try to become. So like, why should we hate her for being the like? person who was buying into everything everyone was yeah, telling her. You know? Exactly. And you know, and if, if the plot had not gone all crazy like it did, Sansa yeah. would probably have been just fine. Yep. Moving along like she did. But things changed and then she wasn't. And I think that we've seen Sansa this season. I, I think a lot of people have really changed their opinions on her. Mm-hmm. Like She's become a lot more interesting of a character and oh, I've like yeah. really changed my opinion on her too. I like too, part yeah. of it is me realizing like, hey, you're being totally unfair. She's super young. What can you expect? But number mm-hmm. two, she's being really awesome. Um, she gets her robot face on a lot, which I really respect. Like, mm-hmm. basically, anytime someone's like, oh, like, what about Joffrey? She's like, I am loyal to my beloved Joffrey, because she knows she has to say it. Yeah. And But she says it so robotically. I know we talked about this earlier today. Yeah. What is our... Uh, awesome uh, Charlie, Jane, Charlie Jane Anders, he writes for io9, does recaps, and they are awesome. And in one of her recaps, she, she has a little theory that Sansa is... Basically, she has this plan where she knows that people are going to see that she's unhappy and she's fine with that and that makes the deception like even more yeah like that she she's like, actually super happy about the way things are turning out and this the, the one of the, wasn't the last the last episode or the second to last where episode. she's no longer betrothed to what him yeah, yeah. the second oh yes when yeah. that whole farce of a thing happened where Joffrey's like no I cannot possibly break my betrothed yeah. to Sansa and she's like yeah fuck hell yeah her little like relief smile and the second she turns away so cute she's, she's like so yes and then the second that Littlefinger stood up, she puts the robot sad face back on again. Wait, what is that actress's yeah. name again? I know I thought. Um, Sophie Turner. Sophie mm-hmm. Turner, I love you. If you're you doing ever, a great job. If you ever great. listen to us, I love you the most. You're awesome. Um, but she's doing a really good job. She's doing so great. And, and I, I think that she's really making... I, I think she's doing something with Sansa's character that needed to happen because the fanboy hate she was getting is ridiculous. Oh my god, yeah. It, it's fucked. Like, it's not okay. And like, the raw material of Sansa in the book, I can... I don't like condone it but I understand where it comes from because she's really annoying in the book like yeah. her mental mm-hmm. processes seem really annoying and they're because way she's a 13 year old girl yeah. but they're way more simplistic than they seem when, when Sophie Turner does them in yes. the show like she makes it seem like 
she's just doing this like awful surface robotic lie mm-hmm. to make you think she's a really bad liar and to make you think that mm-hmm. she's too dumb. Which is that? It's all kind of worked out. I mean, it's not worked out because she's not with her family and that kind of but stuff. She's but she's alive. She's alive. She's mm-hmm. not marrying Joffrey. Yep. Yeah. And so far, she hasn't really been raped. What? I mean, yeah. Okay. Um. Um. So what else? Oh, so one thing like that I thought was really interesting. Tyrion in the sh- in the show. There's a part where she, he like asked her like, and he's being you know sincere like, do mm-hmm. you like really want to be married to him? And she's like, yes, I do. I'm loyal to my beloved Joffrey. Yeah. And he's like, you may outlive all of us. And I think that yeah. I, if Tyrion, so the trickster man who's Tyrion like, outsmarts everyone, and he if loves he it. and if he's respecting the way that Sansa's playing things, that means yeah. she's doing something totally right. Oh yeah. yeah. So okay, so we've talked about Daenerys. We've mm-hmm. talked about Bran. We've talked about Sansa. Off. Who else do we want to talk about real quick before we have to... Should we talk about Shay? Let's talk about Shay. So, Shay's also an extremely interesting character. Shay was introduced Mm -hmm. last season. She is Tyrion's hired sex worker. Um, And it started out just as that. Tyrion thought he was going to die the next day. So he's like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'd really like to have sex one more time before I die. Turns out he didn't die. And (laughs) and, uh, Shay stayed with him. And she's a very interesting person. And we really still don't know a lot lot about her at this point. Like her background, anyway. What's her line? Can we use her line? She's a Turkish porn star. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. The actress. Yeah. (laughs) That's really funny. Um, But she has this great line where she's like, or Tyrion's like, you can't fuck your way out of everything. She's like, it's worked so far, and I which she, I love. Yeah. I, I think she's a, great. a great example of, you know, how if you're a woman in Westeros, like, how are you going to do well with your life? Well, you mm-hmm. can use your vagina. Yeah. And she's totally still alive, and she's got herself a sweet gig in the castle. She really yeah. does. So things are really working out. Her and, um... I also love the way she, like, protects, um, Sansa, like, when she holds a knife to that girl's throat. I mean, that's just... Oh, Yeah. Nice. I really, it just seems like she's, uh, she's more aware than you might think, you know, she's more than just a prostitute keeping her head down, she's really, like, holding her place and everything. And and she, like, I don't know, and and she's really sticking up for Sansa, too, like, when Sansa does have her period in that really traumatic moment, and she realizes, oh, now that I've had my period, I'm gonna be able to be married to Joffrey, this is awful, and Shay realizes what's happening, and she goes to help her, and that's what you're talking about, like, she puts the knife through the girl's throat, like, she's very much, like, she's very much her own agent, mm-hmm. and in that moment in the ninth episode, where the Battle of Blackwater's happening, all the women are gathered in that room, and it's like, oh, crap, what's gonna happen, we're just waiting to either be freed or all get raped, and Shay's like, oh, Sansa, go back to your room, get out of here. And Sansa's worried about Shay, and she's like, look, I'm good. Yeah. I have a dagger. On my thigh. So I'm not going to get raped. I'm going to stab someone. Which is awesome. Ooh, yeah. That's really awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think her relationship with Tyrion is really interesting. Like, yeah. The way she stays sweet. with him at the end, it's so sweet. And I think that we talked about their relationship. Or I think they talked about, like, having a very tender spot for Tyrion. Because I have yeah. a tender spot for crippled bastards oh, and broken things. <laughs> it's become much more than just yeah. Tyrion's sex worker. Like, they have a relationship now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that, like, the last time we did this podcast, I, like, was defending Tyrion's relationship with sex as one that was highly rooted in, like, love and affection as well. Yes. Which yeah. hadn't come to pass yes. in the first season at all. And, and it's, it's she highly rooted in, in what in what we learned from Shay and what we learned about Tyrion's past later on. Yes. But, like... Well, he's such an underdog, right? So, like, it kind of makes sense that he loves prostitutes because, like, yep. they're sort of the downtrodden... Of yeah. Westeros. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Um, 
and she's not like a, I mean, she's not a huge character in the second season, but I still think she's a very interesting example of, again, like you were saying, like one of the downtrodden, one of the sex workers of Westeros who's like, damn, will do some pretty good things in her life, and now yeah. she's with the Hand of the King. Like, it's secret, but she's still with him. Yeah. She's in the castle, and that's pretty good. That so she totally cool. uses her vagina to mm-hmm. move herself up in the world. But he is totally, I mean, and I, I it's kind of interesting because, like, the, the whole, like, thinking with your dick thing. Like, it seems like he's about to fuck himself over really badly, but the fact that he's kind of, like, staying just a step ahead of Cersei, I don't know, I really like that. It's like, I don't know. He's somehow keeping women from being used as toys in his game. Even though most of the time they are. He insists on that, I think, pretty strongly throughout. I mean, Mm -hmm. like... He is the only Lannister who's actually concerned about Sansa's well-being. Oh, yeah. And he really genuinely does, like, now go, Sansa can't... Yeah. She doesn't necessarily recognize that, because I don't you know, blame her, because he's a Lannister. Like, how, why would she trust him? There's no reason for her to trust him. But we know that Tyrion's, you know, intentions towards her, like, he actually does care about her well-being. No, he does not want her to be with Joffrey, because he's evil. What's yeah. interesting about... I mean, I hate... I mean, I'm sorry to go back to Sansa, but, like... There's a scene where Shay says to Sansa, don't trust anyone. And she trusts Sansa. She trusts yeah. Shay. Yeah. And, so, and she's like, why are you trusting me? I don't trust anyone. And she, and, but Sansa, despite herself, really does not trust anyone. She can't. Like, yeah. she does not trust Cersei and Joffrey, obviously. The Hound asks her to go away with him, which like we all kind of know from the Hound's perspective actually probably wouldn't be a terrible idea because we all know that the Hound is way nicer to Sansa than he is to anyone else. Yeah. But she doesn't know that. Like, yeah. she doesn't know that, like, the way he is with her is the the best of him. Kind nope. of. Yeah. So, I why, blame... and she doesn't trust Littlefinger, obviously. Nope, she, she shouldn't. Does, and she doesn't trust Tyrion, who we also know probably has her messages at heart. But, like, she doesn't yeah. know these people. Why would that's, you trust any of them? That's, like, the only one that really is, like, could even be considered a mistake. Because right after that scene where Littlefinger's all like, oh, Sansa, let me help you, is when we have Roz and Varys, and we... Let's remember what Littlefinger did to Roz. Like, he's like, yeah. oh, hey, I know you're sad because you saw a baby get killed, but if you don't get back out there and bone dudes for money, I'm going to fuck you up really bad. Yeah. He's pretty fucking evil. And then evil. he's the one who sold her to, to Joffrey. I mean, not that he knew, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. He's also, in his own way, responsible for the horrid, awful, very good, no bad... No bad. That's not... Very no good. good. What was that? Very what was, bad. What is... No good, yes, very bad. No good, very bad sex scene... And Alexander's horrible day. Oh, the play with her ass scene—is that what you're talking about? No, the Wait. scene with the fucking oh yes, theater the, thing with yeah. the Joffrey where he abuses the sex workers the worst. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, Sansa was smart oh, not trusting. That was cringeworthy. Sansa should really like, as far as everything that she knows, she should trust no one. Yeah, in King's Landing. So she's yeah. doing pretty good. Yeah. Um. Is there anyone else that we want to talk about? I know there's some more there, people. I, I've highlighted people that we haven't talked about yet. I think I'm answer another show. I think we're gonna have to do a second one. Mostly because our audio crapped out when we didn't get to record. For those, but this is a good little starter episode. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you have more things specific that we have not talked about in this episode that you would like to yeah. hear us talk about, you know, get at us on Twitter, mm-hmm. send us emails to the Cast of Thrones at Gmail, mm-hmm. to talk on our Cast of Thrones website, talk to us on Facebook. There's like a gajillion ways. And, yeah. we, and we like, we really want to like analyze this like I know normally on our show we're all joking and funny and ha 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 and it's not like we are not funny <laughs> we're not funny at all but I, I just think like well number one I'm not in 
school anymore. So like, this is really yeah. my only chance yeah. to and animal also, things. If you were here for the first hour when we didn't record anything, <laughs> please send us any reminders of little please. little gems if, of if, knowledge that or, we forgot. Or to if everything was terrible, just be like, that was bad. Don't say it again. But if we did say anything interesting that you remember at all, you know, you I, hopefully you all know like my Twitter. We'll we'll talk, go to that in yeah. a second. Yeah. But just remind us of what we said that was interesting. That'd be helpful. I think there are a few things I definitely want to talk about. Again, because I think that yes. they're really important. Um, um, but also, you know, I think this I think this topic deserves two episodes anyway. Because hey really there's a shit ton of super awesome ladies. We've got three real super awesome ladies right, right here, here that want to talk about it. So please send us questions, reminders, thoughts, yep. and little gems of love. And Betsy, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at that Betsy Lady. And you do not have a Twitter, do you? Nope. That's you okay. Can't find me you can, can't find me on the internet. You can't find me on the internet, actually. If, thank you, Sean Gallagher. Yes. Um, you wrote my Twitter handle. If you, if you want to get, get at Annie, Annie, just talk to me or Jennifer and we'll, I'll tell you. We'll her. get at her. And you can find me, as always, at Jennifer Cheek at Twitter. Um, again, you can talk to Cast of Thrones. That's our normal podcast on Twitter. We're just at Cast of Thrones. You can email us at castofthrones at gmail.com. Get on at us on Facebook. Um, give us ideas. We like to talk about this. It's super fun. And thanks for coming to our chat. Really enjoy it. Yay. Bye. Thanks, guys. So that's the end of Why Women Wrestlers 2. Stay tuned for part three. Cheers. Cheers. Jennifer's out of drink. I am. great dad happy father's day to all you dads out there he's a nice man right in time for father's day <laughs> betsy's story of her dad sending her flowers on when she got her period for the first time yeah <laughs> just to reiterate because now we're recording yeah you we're here live on june 12th <laughs> discussing true. our periods <laughs> westeros and a whole lot of other Stop. lady issues